everybody, and welcome to Tales from the Fog. I'm your host, not Casey, but the other one, Veronica. And with me is the handsome, charming, wonderful, delightful, and just a peach of a man, Casey. Oh, me? Hey, everybody. Hey, that's what you get for having me do the intro. (laughs) With us today is the wonderful and talented and world famous, I'm pretty sure, request. First of all, hello. <laughs> Second of all, I'm not sure. Famous and infamous kind of go hand in hand, right? Maybe, yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. Sure. Same, same deal, same difference. Hi. Hey, man. It's good to see you guys. It's good to see you too. We're, on, we're sitting with them, but we're at opposite ends of the room. Yeah. Indeed. Anybody that wants to be the COVID police, we're, we're on opposite ends of the room, so all is kosher. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was thinking on the way over here, it was like six months ago. That I was with you guys to talk about canceling Midsummer. We yeah. didn't know that it was going to cancel yet, did we? Yes, it was my first. It was it was the first like public you oh. know, podcaster and speaking I had done. We oh had God. just we had just pulled the trigger, and you guys had me on, and we talked about it at nauseum, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I said it was a mess a lot. <laughs> I just listened to the episode. Actually, that's how far behind I, I am feel on my like... podcast. And boy, I was. I, if it, I sounded like Trump, it was like the same four <laughs> words over and over and over again. Well, shock will know. do that to you. So yeah, so and utter was, sadness. Uh, everything was bleak and everything was just a mess and everything was just so sad and just uh, hey, nothing's changed in six months, yay! So here yeah. we are. Well, I mean, we're hopefully on the road. I mean, lately, as far as current events go, we've got two companies who have vaccines. I think there's a third on the horizon. Yeah. You know, we got, we had just had an election with, I'd call them optimal results. I mean, yes, it's good. <laughs> um, still, st- stomachs are still in knots and those yeah. of us with anxiety are still like yeah. waiting for the day that we can just wake up and feel normal, you know? Yeah. And, it's just a trip. Secure. Like politics didn't used to really have an effect on our lives. Right. Like as individuals. Yeah. And yeah. it has. Yeah. And it. I'm just so over it. Like there was a long time when I didn't know who the vice president was and I didn't really care. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to go back to those days. You know, truth be told, I, I mean, people that, that know me or, or, or don't know me, but maybe follow my Instagram account. Um, I'm, I'm pretty outspoken about <laughs> my, my political views and all that. Yeah. Um, but I would just like, you should have seen me like election night. I was like really fired up, you know, watching all the returns come in and see how, I couldn't believe like, close everything I was couldn't believe that either which, that's a whole other podcast that's a whole other discussion but wow do we have a long way to go as, yeah. as a nation now that, yeah. that revealed a lot of really ugly things how close that was but uh I, I explained to nova here my girlfriend i was just like you know truth be told there was a point in my life where i gave two shits about politics yeah yeah i i really don't think that as an adult i don't think i even i think the last time i voted i voted for al gore and then Al mm-hmm. lost, and I was just like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and then I, I, did, I did vote for Obama, but I, I, until that point, uh, really until Obama was running, I really didn't care about mm-hmm. politics yeah. because I figured uh, it's all run by people that are already in place anyway, and, and, and it doesn't matter what we the people say, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And just, just so relatively, you know, recently, I got really fired up about it. And then, of course, when when it came down between, you know, 
Hillary and 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 Trump, um, I, I got very concerned, obviously, and and so um, and I wasn't really excited about that either. It was kind mm-hmm. of like the lesser of two evils at that yeah. point. Um, so uh, yeah, but this last four years, just as somebody that has uh, now uh, an eighteen-year-old and adult daughter. And somebody that's, that more, I'm more politically aware of things. And the last four years have been, you know, like, I feel like a clubbed seal, you know, every day I wake <laughs> up and it's like, what the hell did he do now? You know, we've mm-hmm. been so embarrassed on yeah. the world stage and oh, welcome to Tales from the Political Spectrum, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't want to take it off the rails too much, but I mean, it's just, it has been a person with anxiety and depression, it's been a nightmare, you know, going through this for four years. So now that it's all come to a head and, and you know, obviously people listen to this down the line, there will be clarity in the situation. And, uh, but, but I mean, right now at this moment in time, I'm still waking up mm-hmm. with, with knots in my stomach, even though, I mean, the, the, the end is near, you know, mm-hmm. we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's not the train coming, I don't think. So, uh, you know, I, I think that we're, we're almost there and we're, we are almost there. But God damn, it has been, these four years have felt like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And sure, we yeah. have just, as a people, I really think that as a people, we have been so browbeaten into just not submission, but just exhaustion. Yeah, it's just that, that sense God, of just tired. You know, it just... I guess if there's going to be one ray of sunshine in 2020, it's it's going to be seeing this thing through, right? Because yeah. everything else about this year, it's just taken and taken and taken and taken. Yeah. And yeah, we've all come you know, through this, and it's been six months since I've seen you guys, and, and we've talked about things. But uh, it's crazy how little things have changed. I mean, it feels like we all are just trudging through quicksand. Yeah. At this point. Well, we are. It's like it's taking a comedy of errors to the nth degree. It's yeah. just something happened. Like, you know, those those posts on Instagram or whatever, and it has the, the, the grid of nine, and it has like January, February, March, and it's yeah. just like some bullshit thing that happened, and then some bullshit thing that yeah. happened. Something that once a year, some one of those things yeah. typically happens, and it just keeps happening and happening. It's like, what planet are we on? It's just take, 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 take. It's like a really shitty version of Groundhog Day. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's, it, it's, it's bad. And here we are now. Uh, we're teetering on 2021. And boy, we don't know how much is going to change very quickly here. I mean, Who knows? We, we could be having this discussion, you know, again, come summertime. Yep. About what's happening with events and all this. I mean, I just don't know. Now, yeah, I, I've heard... We're going to have uh, vaccines available maybe in spring. Yeah. But then you read another report that says, ah, yeah, but for the general public, maybe the last part of next year. Mm-hmm. And you just think, Jesus, God, you know, this just, this is like unending. Yeah. This is incredible. It's just, it's unending. And there's so, a lot of weird yeah. social experiments about who's going to get them. And, you know, certain people saying that, well, you made me mad. So some states aren't going to get them and like bullshit like that, where it's, it's hard to imagine life in any sense of normalcy with all of that. That's why, like, yes, we're a podcast about haunted events and shit like that, but th- it's a very real, you know, influence on what we get, what brings us joy. Yeah. You know, and in that vein. Well, and what we talk about, which is, you know, 
Halloween was yeah. basically decimated this year. And yeah. You know, politics aside, we, I mean, everybody lost a lot. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, to focus on one thing, the, I mean, haunt and that thing that brings so many people so much joy was non-existent. Yeah. I mean, there were some things which was great. I saw a bunch of your posts where you were able to visit some of those things that happened. So, yeah, to talk about, about more that. positive stuff. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get into the the goodies. What yeah. what were you able to do in sure. spite of all well, of this? You know, awfulness. it was obviously a very different Halloween uh, for everybody. And I mean, we had big plans. We were going to do the Eastern Seaboard. We were going to do Salem. We were going to do the whole Ooh. swath all the way yeah. up the Eastern Seaboard this year. That's such a great trip. And uh, well, yeah. And it will be. <laughs> and a it will good be trip. again. It will be next year. Fingers crossed. I hope. Yeah. I think the first group of people that should be vaccinated should be the haunt community. That way, we can have Midsummer Scream. <laughs> I agree with that. Let's do that. With that. Let's just agree with this, right? Yeah, Midsummer no. Scream and and all the community. We're all going to get vaccinated first, and then everybody else. I'll sign that petition. All right. Let's yeah. just do that. Let's just, <laughs> let's just get that out of the way. Let's get a change.org started. Boy, that's right. So, um, <laughs> well, you know. Home haunts, home haunts, home haunts, home haunts, home haunts. Let's yeah. say it again, home haunts. This, I mean, everybody knows, and you guys certainly know, my favorite part of Halloween every year is seeing all the different home haunt variations, right? Because yeah. in my opinion, things like Not Scary Farm, uh, Halloween Horror Nights, Queen Mary, all that stuff, that all begins in someone's front yard or garage. Right? Yes. So that is, to me, that is point A. That is Genesis. That is the Garden of Eden. And boy, abundance this year, right? Yeah. And I would love to say that I am so proud of so many home haunters, not just in Southern California, although that's really where we were, but everywhere. I mean, I I get, you know, we get messages on the Midsummer uh, Instagram account from people all over the United States saying, Hey, look, this was my home haunt, too. And, blah, blah, blah. and it's just fantastic just to see that really the home haunters really stepped up. Mm-hmm. They really For stepped sure, up yeah. under, the, under the worst conditions, right? Under the worst conditions possible, they really stepped up and they, they really knocked it out of the park with their home haunts this year. I agree. Um, now, of course, larger scale ones that, that usually have walkthroughs like Rotten Apple, that type of thing, they all scaled back and they did shows and displays, that type yeah. of thing. Um, there were a few. Corona Haunt had a walkthrough that was fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny. Boy, do we just really appreciate things once they're taken away from us, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, we did, did maybe, what, two or three haunts this year that, that we got to walk through. Yeah, I think it's right? the same. I did three. And I was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. We're 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 actually walking through something this year. And yeah. it's, it's great. And it's the shortest Before. little event, but it's so yes. magical. Yeah. It was, and, and I just, God, it was it was crazy to just like get giddy because we get to walk through someone's garage, yeah. you know, or, or something, <laughs> right? Um, but again, we just, we don't, we it just, again, none of us saw this coming and you just don't, you don't miss something until you realize that it's been taken away from you and you don't get to have that normalcy, yeah. right, in your life. It's an ugly realization. It's horrible. It hurts. And, I mean, yes, and you, you, you said it like it is. I mean, Halloween just got decimated this mm-hmm. year. Our, our season just took it right on the chin, right on the nose, and then a body blow to finish it off yep. this mm-hmm. year, right? Uh, but, you know, God bless the teams like like John Cook and, and, and the folks at 13th Floor and, yes. and, and the people that did get to do events and work with whatever they could 
to put things on to do their part in saving Halloween, which has become a, a through thread. Every time I write something on Instagram <laughs> for Midsummer or on yeah. my own account, I always end it with saving Halloween, you know, because mm-hmm. really they did. These groups really stepped up. And yeah, it, 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 it looked a little different, smelled a little different, seemed a little different, but it was Halloween, mm-hmm. you know, and as sad and scaled back as it was, it was Halloween when we're standing there in front of people's homes and the fog is flowing and oh the smell you miss the fog smell too right and so when you get a good whiff of that and the black lights on and things are glowing and the soundtrack's playing and yeah you know it was Halloween and you really could feel that in the air and uh, boy home haunters man With, with the exception of just a few major pro haunts I mean dude it was all about home haunts this year Mm-hmm. And what was really exciting to me was that so many of these amazing home haunts that we visited, and we, we visited a lot. I mean, we were busy every weekend and sometimes during the week, you know, closer to the end of the month. Yeah. Um, I, we saw a lot of freaking home haunts, like more than we would have normally. So there's the flip side, right? We saw more home haunts that we, than we would normally get to see mm-hmm. because we're traveling usually out of state or whatever we're doing. So that's the silver lining is we get to see a lot of home haunts Mm -hmm. and uh, so many young haunters. Mm -hmm. Yes. And oh man, that just, that gets me so excited. Like halfway through the season, I'm on the phone texting David Marklin going, it is absolutely time for for me to host another, you know, young haunters presentation at Midsummer next year. Because boy, they are coming out swinging Mm -hmm. these youngsters out of the, out of the woodwork they're coming and the stuff is really, really good mm-hmm. that they're creating. So I was very pumped about that. It was like, yeah, Halloween, it, it is what it is. But boy, seeing what these young haunters did, sometimes they've only, in some cases, they've only done it one or two years. Mm-hmm. Woo, I am so excited about Halloween's to come yeah. to see what they do. You know, I had so many of them say, yeah. Well, we really wanted to do a walkthrough, but we'll do it next year. I'm thinking, oh, baby, <laughs> I can't if your wait. yard display was this good or your show yeah. was this good, I can't wait to see mm-hmm. what you guys are going to do when, you know, the gloves are off next year. Well, what does it they say that uh, necessity is the, is the mother of invention? Mm-hmm. This bizarre mix of circumstances has made has forced people to be creative in a different kind of way. Yeah. And you could really see people just flex different muscles and just like, well, uh, what do we have to lose? And just try things and yeah. put things together. And then what comes out of it is, you know, yes, anding into these amazing displays yeah. that would that may never have been if it weren't for everything going on. So who knows what you know ca- what future haunt careers are being cat- are being started by this situation? Yeah, there's going to be some good to come out of it. Bingo! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what was really funny this year, not like ha-ha funny, not clown funny, kids, <laughs> but I mean, but interesting to me, was in the past several years, we've seen younger haunters and newer haunters come online and really embrace um, IPs, yeah. you know, intellectual properties that we know of, right? Mm-hmm. And there were haunts this year that did that, like our great friends at Helser Cemetery. The Purge. They did an amazing, you know, oh, they did an amazing so Purge good. night, right? Yeah. Holy shit, it was good. They were, they, Sal and Claire were ridiculous. They did such a good job. <laughs> and the fact that they were like, we're not doing anything. And then, and then this. Out of nowhere. <laughs> it was amazing. It was, <laughs> it was like anything, like any theme park would have been happy with that in their, you know, in their arsenal. It was arsenal. so good. Yeah. And it was funny because I was just talking to Sal this last weekend. We saw them and 
he was like, yeah, dude, we, we thought we were just going to do this and, and just like put it up and we'd be able to, you know, leave it on and then go to see this haunt and that haunt. And they were outside entertaining, you know, the crowds mm-hmm. and talking to fellow haunters and all these people that came night after night. They were wiped out oh, yeah. at the end of the month. And I was like, dude, well, what did you think? You made this amazing <laughs> thing that was like freaking awesome yeah. in your yard. Of course, people are going to come out by, by the boatloads. And they did. Because this year, people were so hungry yeah. for Halloween, right? And, oh, yeah. you know, one thing that we do have in the community is we have a really good social network. So mm-hmm. a lot once of people, somebody's on a list or once somebody gets tweeted about, that's it. When it we goes, were, right? Yeah, when we were out, we saw so many people with the with a printed out version of the SoCal Haunt list. Yes, yeah. And, like, you know, there are people not even in our community. There's yeah. general public had them. And they yeah. were just going around and seeing everything. Yeah, and it that's was great. a great resource. And like, that was a trip. We talked to, to a that. lot of them about Midsummer Scream, and we right. asked them if they knew what it was, and they're like, no. And we're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a lot of them didn't even know what Midsummer Scream was. Yeah, no, that's, so, that, that's wonderful. Yeah. So that's funny. So there are two things that that take place. The first is, the first and, and the most usual, um, especially with younger haunters, is they get really excited and nervous when Midsummer is coming to visit their yard display and you could tell they just oh thank you so much for coming out and they're just like excited and there you can tell they're, they're nervous and mm-hmm. it's like don't be nervous dude we're just we're fans just like you we're coming out to see everything and then there are people which was awesome we ran into one in in i think it was tustin or orange i'm not sure it's right on the border of tustin orange um and we were there i took pictures i did a live stream and the guy was standing out there, and we gave him a pin, and we gave him a sticker or whatever, Midsummer. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. And we're standing there, and he looks at me and goes, what's Midsummer Scream? <laughs> and it was really funny because it is obviously something that, even though a lot of people know about it and a lot of people come, a lot more people out there don't know about it. Yeah. And hopefully they do now, and they will come. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, and so there's those weird two polar opposite that, that, that take place all throughout mm-hmm. the run. And um, and I love that, though, because it gives you a chance to say, oh, well, log on and check it out. We're the world's largest, you know, Halloween. And, you know, they're thinking in their mind, oh, yeah, sure, that's great, that's wonderful. And then they do. They get online and they're like, oh, holy shit, you came to Thank you, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, they're <laughs> going to shit themselves all, afterwards. And then they get all excited. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then I know that we have, we've added another family to our family type of yeah. situation. And so we, we ran into those things. But so... Back on the, my, I got so off course. So <laughs> that's the podcast. The so yes, in the past few years, we've seen really like these IPs coming online, right? People really embracing the IPs. What was weird this year and funny, but not clown funny, not like dancing monkey funny, <laughs> but what was funny this year was we've now seen these younger haunters taking on IPs, but the IPs are the haunt events themselves. Yeah. Are you with me? So, so like, I, in, right? In, so in Los Alamitos, there was a house, and they asked to keep the house private, so we're gonna keep everybody private on this. Um, but it was a young haunter, and he created. Uh, it was a love letter to Not Scary Farm. It was called Waxworks. Oh yeah. yes, yes, yes. Right? Okay, so I, I have posted that. about that. It's mm-hmm. on the Midsummer account. If you guys want to go on the Instagram and look at, at Midsummer's account, but um, so it was a love love letter to Waxworks and to all things Scary Farm, and it was fantastic. And then there was uh, another guy in Norwalk, I think it is, and he did the the Gray Phantom, 
which, which was, was the ode to Queen Mary's Dark Harbor because yeah. you know the Grey Ghost was Queen Mary, and he built this the hull of the Queen Mary in his covered the facade of his front of the front of his house, and you had like these peak-ins. like it was a cutaway sectional of the ship, wow. and each of the rooms you could see like different things. You could see the ocean in the background going and projections and gags and that's fantastic. Holy crap! So we've now gone so meta. Whereas, yeah. <laughs> like, we're, we're not only doing IPs, now the IPs that we are doing are the events themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. So, not only was that interesting to me, it also is just very exciting because I think to myself, I think that's great because it's a cool stepping off point and it's a cool way for these haunters to express themselves and say, hey, we really miss these events that really are a part of all of our lives. Mm-hmm. And when things return to normal... Just what will they be able to do when they want to do like their own things and ideas and that? Yeah. So as long as the ball is rolling, man, that's mm-hmm. good. I don't care what gets the ball rolling, but I'm more excited now to see like when they branch off and say, "Okay, well, I did the Queen Mary thing last year. Now I'm going to do this this mm-hmm. year." You know, I, that I can't wait for. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. So we saw everything. We saw the the old oldies but goodies, the the tried and true, the cornerstones of the of the home haunter community all the way to brand new ones. Mm-hmm. And we did it all the way from San Diego to Henderson, Las Vegas. And uh, and I couldn't be more proud. I could not be more proud of the community. It's too bad that you weren't able to see more because I know that being kind of where it all started, there's going to be a lot of it around here, but it's, it can't just be here. There's got to be other places around well, the, the country, around the yeah, world. The thing, and the thing that's frustrating for any fan out there is... In seeing even as, as many as we saw, and there are others out there like Sean and Carmel from Parks and Cons. They saw so many things. Oh yeah, yeah. And there was some like when I'd be driving out to one, you just like you. I couldn't figure out how to get to it, but it's like you see it over a fence. You're like, oh, there's one over yes, there somewhere. Yes. yes. How do I get to That's it? That's what's crazy. And then right? you're like trying to find it. So the crazy thing <laughs> is, and we call those we call those like when, when Nova and I are out looking at things. I have Rob. I all right. I'm driving. You gotta look down the side streets and tell me if you see something. Yeah. So she's my my, my, my co pilot looking for different things here. And it's just like it is crazy because as many as we see, it is painfully and woefully apparent that we just barely scratch the surface yeah. of what's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw so many bonus haunts this year that were on no list, and I call them the unsung haunters, you know, mm-hmm. when I post about them. We saw fantastic ones. We were in just near the Orange Circle. There was one that was just the whole house and the whole yard was Dia de los Muertos. Oh, and it was cool. fantastic. It was so good. There's like and, that one up in Santa Clarita. I can't remember what one it was across. So it was on on the Socahollis, one yeah. of the places. It was one of the cemetery ones. I can't And then across remember. the street was Audrey 2. Audrey 2. Right? That display yes, was amazing. That's the one. Oh loved my gosh. It. Yeah. It's so good. We loved it. We loved it. We will post that on Midsummer also. But it just, yes. So these bonus houses, these peripheral, you know, haunts, yeah. these parallel worlds of haunts, you know, yes, they're all over the place. That's yeah. the one with the projection. And then that we just found like out, we went to Mary and Tim's from Knott's Network. We uh-huh. went to their house on Halloween night because they had a display and no one could get to it because it's a gated community mm-hmm. with a security guard in front. And so they had to put our name on a list and we had to like get in there yeah. very to go strict. check it out. Yes. And we found out talking to them that that entire community, it's huge. It's massive community and they do a halloween yard display 
competition every year. And so sure. you could drive around and yeah, just see yeah. all these amazing displays and yeah. no one will be able to see them unless yeah. you know someone that lives there. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, like we were talking about this where it's apparent that next year we're going to have to leave nights aside. And I think Sean and Carmel probably already do this. I, I, you just leave nights where you're like, okay, we're going to go to Burbank. Yeah. That's it. Destination, Just Burbank. drive around Burbank. <laughs> and we're just going to go like you when you're looking at Christmas lights, right? Mm-hmm. You're just going to snake up and down the neighborhoods, and that's all you're going to do all night because you will no doubt run into all these haunts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. And wow, it's so exciting and so fantastic, right? It's a fun combination of if you happen to come across a, like a family who now they're working from home, but they didn't lose their income, yeah. so they have more time. And they still have money, and suddenly, like they just get all these ideas and can afford to make them happen. Like that's neat. So I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen when everyone goes back to work, and now we don't have all the time in the world. I'm hoping that that fire will still be there. I mean, there's a chance that some of them will fall off just because the circumstances are different. But for so many people who barely put together something because they couldn't afford it. Next year they'll have money again. What are they yeah. going to do? You know, so it's it's going to shift. It's going to move yeah, through. But I can't wait to see. It's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I really think that uh, we were strengthened as a community by this. Yeah, I really do. And I think that we will see these young haunters really empowered by this year. And boy, like when the shackles of CDC guidelines and all that are, 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 are released. Oh, right? man. The walkthroughs are going to be just so gonna, like, off the I hook. think these guys are just going to go nuts. Yeah. And it's going to be freaking awesome. And we, again, we saw so many things that were really good. We saw a lot of like like shows that were good, you know? Mm-hmm. There was one in Mission Viejo, Prism, that was oh, really, yes. really good. Yes. And uh, I, I can tell you right now, I've asked them to be in the Hall of Shadows next year. <gasps> Me? So, That's great. Yeah. So, so there were. So the funny thing is, Normally, when, when I go out and we do our little, you know, like Santa Claus from Hell on the sleigh ride, you know, across, you know, <laughs> arriving and, and visiting all the haunts, um, that's like my recruiting. Like, like I'm, I'm seeing, like, I can see in my mind who I'm going to have in the, in the Hall of Shadows next week. Yeah, I could totally see you doing yes, that. Right? But the thing that was crazy is everybody that was supposed to be this year is automatically held over in their place for next year. So even though I went out this year and I said, oh, my God, that would be great. Or, oh, that would be great. I couldn't ask because we Where physically are, are out of room. We're yeah. physically mm-hmm. out of room. Um, so that was a little frustrating to see that. But yeah. we know that there is a little bit of room to do a little bit of Jenga, you know, with, with, with certain things, with Tetris, you know, and, and do these things. And um, so, yeah. So the Hall of Shadows is going to become two halls now? Uh, no, but we, you know, <laughs> we, 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 we eh? constantly... We, we, when we are talking about layout, we are constantly looking at um, where and how the Hall of Shadows can live and, and grow a little yeah. bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's obviously it's too early to talk about that stuff. But, I mean, um, there, there are things in play where we absolutely had like a plan A, plan B, and we looked at things last year and came really close right, right down to when we really had to decide. So it was it was it was interesting. So mm-hmm. we'll see we'll we'll see how it goes and go ahead, knock knock everything in here that is wood. You know <laughs> that everything is okay for next year. Um, I you know I, I again it's it's too too early to really talk about all this stuff. But boy, there are big things already canceling for next year. Yes, and it 
I'll, I can tell you guys, because I'm transparent with you, I'm transparent with everybody in the community. I'm really freaking nervous about next year. I mean, we're the second week in July next year. That's right. It's yes. earlier. Yeah. yeah. So suddenly the, hey, but guess what? We're mm-hmm. earlier next year has kind of become, oh, oh shit, shit, we're earlier next year. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I am uncomfortably uh, anxious at this point already. It's going to be a long winter and spring, um, but uh, you know it, it is what it is. And uh, when the time comes, we will look at options and, and discuss what we are, you know, able to do or what we're going to do. Hopefully, vaccine will come. This will be in our rearview mirror, and we will have Dude. our finally have our fifth anniversary midsummer screen. <laughs> freaking amazing and awesome! Yes, mm-hmm. and everybody will come, and boy, we'll so. The celebration is going to be amazing, right? It'll oh, be, it's going to be. So, oh, it's going to be, gonna be, gonna be so, so good, right? It's going to be so good. So let's just keep it positive. And yeah. that's, that's going to happen, and that's yeah. going to be fantastic. But yeah. obviously, as things change and continue to change, I will pop in and we'll talk about things and and uh, get the word out and just have this dialogue with with our community. I think it's very important yeah. to do that. You know. So, yeah. Yeah. So as far as uh, as people having to make adjustments and adapting. Um, did you guys have a chance to go to the Taste of Halloween? We did. We did. We went. And um, a huge shout out to uh, Chloe and her mom, Jennifer. Uh, they do. Uh, Chloe does a blog. And uh, people see them now around all the different events at the theme parks and all this stuff. They do great stuff. And, um, you know, so I no different than anybody else. I got pinched really bad. And August 21st, lost my job. Uh, this year and uh, without warning walked in and it was a Friday morning and was met with Rick we have really bad news oh. and so that was it and oh, uh, but hey I I have a roof over my head and I've got a nice bed I've got a beautiful girlfriend I've got a secure home and uh, Jawa. and I got a beautiful kitty Jawa <laughs> and uh, you know what there are a lot of people out there that are a lot worse off so you know People have lost in different ways, and these things change. The industry that I work in, themed entertainment, has been obliterated. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. obliterated. It's going to be one of the last things to come back. Unfortunately, uh, I think there, I, I could count probably on half of one hand all the people I know that are working still. Mm-hmm. Out of God. everybody that and I like, know in the industry, people so that I it's, know, it's bad. Talking like, you know, they're not even thinking about starting projects to like twenty twenty five. Well, see, our problem, that, so the problem you know, that I'm in now is so. Uh, generally, our industry is quiet from Halloween until the beginning of the year because yeah. of the holidays. Nobody wants to do anything over the holidays. And then the turn of the year comes, and we're all ready to go, and then it's it's Lunar New Year. Yep. So none of the Asian countries are fired up until... This doesn't really kick in until... March. March. Yeah. And so very quiet winter ahead, I'm sure. And uh, so, yeah, so I lost my job. But Jennifer and Chloe, they said, look, you give so much to the community they they gifted me two tickets oh that's awesome to, oh yeah to following which i i thought was so great that is so, so sweet. huge shout out to them thank you guys so much we love you guys thank you what's um, their blog it's 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 chloe in real life i think it is god i don't know because i just <laughs> say it's chloe's blog um Nova's on the. She's on it. She's on it, and we're gonna we're gonna play them out. But I mean, it's fact uh, checker. They're, no, they're wonderful. <laughs> and uh, Chloe's been around forever. She was in True Blood, 
which was really funny. Like I, I didn't know that because I've never seen the show. Uh-huh. And she was a big TPA fan, Theme Park Adventure for all you young ones. And uh, <laughs> so she was a big TPA fan, and she grew up watching the TPA videos and everything. So um, Norm Gidney from Horror Buzz introduced me once at one of the, the Not Scary Farm events at the park. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of their announcement events for the annual pass. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she was all giddy and excited. And so, oh, wait, we have it now. We have it. It's, it's, it's uh, Chloe Noel, and it is... What is it? What is it? So on Instagram, it's Chloe Noel 910 And she's got a shit ton more followers than I ever will. So <laughs> there you go. But she, she has... Oh, there you go. We're cracking open beers and everything. It's fantastic. Boop, boop. Um, so <laughs> they're wonderful. And so we went. We went on them and had a wonderful time. It was great. Yeah. But here's, here's the thing. So everybody was talking about how wonderful Knott's did and how beautiful it was. And it was so great. To be at the farm during October and everything. And yes, but. Here's the but for me. Uh-huh. Every October since I can remember has been not Scary Farm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I went. And for me, it was great that we went. And I love that we went. The food was great. The atmosphere was fantastic. It was really freaking depressing. Mm-hmm really depressing yeah and i mean i i started going to scary farm in the very early 80s you know and the event started in 73 when i was three so literally my entire life it's been not scary farm and to go there and have what looked like you know they do you know not spooky farm you know now mm-hmm. today to have that just like throughout the entire park and then after dark it was still not spooky farm type it was really weird, and, and I couldn't help but in my mind think, God, this is what it would be like if they ever stopped doing Scary Farm. Yep. You know, and yeah. so I had like the adverse reaction where I was like, this is great, but it really, really bothered me. I mean, it was really depressing. And again, it's one of those, until you don't have it, you don't realize how much you would miss it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, Jesus, it was really bad. It was really, really bad for me. I'm sorry you had that kind of visceral reaction. I did. It was really bad because whether it's as a fan first, whether it was my 24 years working with them as TPA, and now working with them as Midsummer Scream as one of our partners, it was really sad to me to know that there were so many amazing creative people out of work. There were forget about the company income. Cedar Fair will survive. That's fine. But all of the good, good people that lost that income. Mm-hmm. All of the people that, that are the, the monsters and, and the team that bring this thing together every night, they suddenly were just like cast out into like this unknown abyss. You know, it just sucks because everybody again just lost. It was just a take, take, take. Yep. I actually know? thought about going back to Scary Farm this year because I lost my job in March. Yeah. And so I was just like, well, if nothing comes along and rehire comes up and it looks like it's a go, then I guess I'll go and try to do it yeah. another year just for some income, something yeah. to do. But yeah, yeah. No. So that was my reaction because it was just I, I saw through it dimensionally to all the people that had lost work mm-hmm. as a result of this. You know, um, I'm looking forward to the, the Mary Farm. You know, the, the Christmas event there. We've already yep. got our tickets for that, and that'll be great. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think it was just being there in October and not having <laughs> it be haunt. I think that was yeah. the thing that really, really just bugged the shit out of me. And knock on wood again, I, I hope we never... I mean, I've been there after we have gone to war. I have been there and worked with them very closely right after 9-11. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? right after 9-11, I remember, was the only time in TPA's history that they put restrictions on what I could and couldn't shoot mm-hmm. at knots. They said, we really don't want you to shoot anything that depicts violence. And I'm like, you know, you know it's not Scary Farm, right? There, right. There's violence everywhere. Was Hatchet Highs you know? there at that time? <laughs> so it, it's just like, but they did. They went through the maze and they took out all the gratuitous gore. There yep. wasn't, they, they covered over the blood stuff. It was it was very interesting. I think in a lot of, a lot of places, um, they replaced the blood with like different colored, you know, like mm-hmm. some green, some, some, it was just really, really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... I got it, but I didn't get it. And I kind of had this back and forth discussion with them, obviously supporting them because that's what you do when you're partners. I supported them in this, but I also said, you know, people, people come in and not scary farm. They, they, they understand that this is fake and that it's Halloween stuff. And that's, that's what they're coming. They're coming to get away from the real world for a yeah. few hours. Yeah. It's still right? escapism. So, yeah. you know, I, the fact that you're making it not gory or not violent, People are coming to see Not Scary Farm, mm-hmm. not a watered down version of Not Scary Farm. Mm-hmm. So, but it is what it is. Long, long story short, I've been through a lot of different seasons and a lot of different phases in 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 time with Knots, and nothing has ever shut down Not Scary Farm. Nope. Right. So to have this event suddenly just squashed. Yeah. God damn. Just like let's let's just hope we never go down this road again. Because it's depressing. It's depressing as hell. You yeah. Know? Halloween Horror Nights was easier for me because, I mean, it was gone some years, then it came back again. <laughs> you know, but I mean, Knots has always just been part of my DNA from when I was uh, barely a teen. Before I was a teen, I think. I mean, I was 12, I think. It was 11 or 12 I went, mm-hmm. you know, my first. So it's always been there. And suddenly when always been there ain't there, it just, God, that's really jarring. I was telling so, Casey when... um. Every year, there's, um, like, you feel the time of day was, like, if it was 3.30, like, oh, I'd be heading up to, to Western Lot. Yeah. Oh, 4 o'clock, oh, I'd be getting my card. 4.15, I'd be sitting in the chair. Like, those things don't go away, having yeah. worked there, even for any amount of time. And being away way longer than I was part of it, I still feel that. And it still makes me very, very sad. But what made me even more sad was knowing that there were thousands of other people who now feel that too, who never asked for it. Yeah. That, I mean, when I realized that, like I just started bawling yeah. on behalf of everybody who had this taken totally. away. It's, this you know? is, this, there is no way that collectively we don't come out of this year with, without some sort of PTSD. Oh yeah, for right? sure. Whether it's job related, whether it's just being secluded and being, People have lost family members. People have lost loved ones. You've lost friends. You've lost careers have been altered. Um, political things, mm-hmm. division in, in our communities. There's no way that we get through this without really heavy, deep scars. Oh, not quite. Our psyche, our whole zeitgeist is yeah. forever changed. Yeah. It will never be the way that it was bef- before. in the before times. Yeah. They really are the before times. And I do think, though, that... We are resilient, and I do think that we do come through this stronger, you know. 
What is the, whatever doesn't kill us makes us stronger. <laughs> I always say what yeah. doesn't kill us really pisses us off. Yeah. yeah right? <laughs> you, see, you better kill me. Otherwise, I'm going to be really, really it pissed. It makes us rage. Right. So I'm really, really pissed at 2020. Right. Which means 21 comes rolling around. We are going to give this everything we have. Because it's something that you can control. 2020 was filled with things that we couldn't control. And that's frustrating to not be able to do a damn thing about it. I mean, us. Yeah, so I think that 2020 comes around, it's on everybody just to give it everything you can. You get a new job, you you be the best you can be at that job. You you plan a convention, you make it the best damn thing you've ever, ever launched. And, And politicians, we may have new faces in the White House, we hold them more accountable than ever. To the promises that they yep. made. This does not end on, no. on, on, on January 20th. That does not, you know. Uh, so, no. I think that 2021 comes around and we just really, really are rolling up our sleeves. we got a lot of work to do. Um, but, yeah. Again, we just... God, it, it's been crazy this year. We're just coming to talk to you guys. It's like <laughs> such a treat, right? Yeah. Because everything. Zoom... And everything is just, oh, it's FaceTime. It's just at a point where everybody's just so tired. Yeah. Just so worn down, right? And we're grateful for those things. We're grateful to be able to meet with Zoom and to have the technology and yeah. to have the equipment and and you know, have and even have the other person on the other end. Yeah. But to there's I mean, I miss I miss friends. <laughs> I miss, we say that. I'm not a big drinker, but I really miss going to bars. We, we, say, this, we say this all the time. We, yeah. just miss, we miss hanging out and doing nothing with our friends. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's just existing together, being really allowed hard. to exist together. And in the times that we do go out, because I have not, we have, we have chosen not to live in a cave since March. We go out, we mask up, we are very conscious and very careful of what we're doing. But we do go out. We go to see Halloween things. We went to the opening of Circa in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So there are things that we do do. But boy, it's going to be nice when you have to worry about things like, I don't know, should we be doing this? Uh, <laughs> that God, it's constant, just so draining. Yeah. yeah. It's so draining and it just sucks the fun out of everything. Do you think that there will be a kind of a, a lingering snail trail of anxiety that even once we have our vaccine and and it's, you know, quote unquote, all better, that it's still going to be like, I don't know, it's going to be really crowded there. Like it, it kind of existed before to an extent, like going to Coachella always kind of grossed me out because like there's a lot of people and yeah. God knows what <laughs> diseases they're spitting at me. But now it's like to the nth degree, it's even more so. I, I think um, short term, yes. And Markland and I have had this discussion. We don't know what it's going to do to our attendance, right, for next year. Yeah. If we're given yeah. that green light, go ahead and do it. We don't know. We Who's don't know. We, gonna... This year we were expecting over 40,000. We may get half that next year. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. I personally think that we'll probably get well over that. Yeah. Because people are so freaking ready to go. But, yes, the, yeah, the answer is yes. There, there will be some of that. I, but I think it is, for the most part, temporary. I hope so. How many people, like, do anything except bellyache right now about TSA? <laughs> right? <laughs> we forget why, theoretically, it's there, yeah. right? And what happened to cause that. But now this we all just true. bitch about it. Oh, God, flying is such a pain in the ass now. 
But we yeah, do kind of so have short-term memories in that we way. We do have short we But do. that's to prevent ourselves from feeling the wound of trauma over and over again. Sure, but I will tell you, if I ever have to wear a mask again, it'll be way too soon. Yes. I think if so, I, we have to ever do that, it's going to make me even more yeah, anxious. Like, oh my course. God, we got to do this again. Yeah. No. So I'm, I'm one that's ready. I'll tell you, this, when we were in Vegas uh, this, this, this past month... Um, it was the first time that I had been back to Vegas and you guys know that it's like my favorite mm-hmm. place in the world. And, uh, we hadn't been since June, June, right? Since, since father's day. Okay. And mm-hmm. so that was really depressing when we went and did that because that was just as everything was starting to close down. Yeah. And, um, Oh no, that was the beginning of the year. But then we went for father. Then we, then we went when everything reopened, mm-hmm. right? When it, oh we, yeah. We, but it was that weird period where you weren't, you didn't have to wear masks yet. And like we rolled into town, and we Can were the you, only ones wearing masks. I can't even imagine. No, what and that's it was like, like really uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable, yeah. and you really don't realize how hot those casinos are and how much heat those machines throw off until you are like fat and wearing a mask and sitting in front of one for more than five minutes <laughs> and wearing glasses and, and wearing glasses. Yes, all the time. dude, it was not fun. No. And so I was like, okay, not returning to my beloved Vegas until this shit's over. So. With. So yeah. how was it? Because the last time I was yeah. there was when I shot all those pictures yeah. of the strip completely Ghost empty. Ghost, yeah. It was like the um, beginning of April? Something like that. It was that. when everything yeah. shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we were there very quickly. We were there less than 48 hours. I mean, we were there very quick. And the idea was to get in, to go visit our friends um, in Henderson, and that's Dead Man's Cove. And we went and saw their awesome yard display. It was all piratey and good stuff. Awesome. And I hate them because they have a view of the strip from their home. <laughs> and was, uh, I wonder if they lived up by me. We did that. And then we just shot right back down to Fremont Street because the main thrust behind the trip was being there for Circa, for the opening yeah. of Circa. Long story short, here we go. We're going to take notes. We're going to have a test later. Circa is the first resort casino to be built and opened downtown in 40 years. And so, so is it, it was a by big, the... It, they, so Derek really? Stevens, who owns the D and Golden Gate and mm-hmm. uh, the event center there and, and now Circa, he, he took out an entire city block where the, the topless girls of Glitter Gulch used <gasps> to be. No, yes. no way, no, really. So that entire Glitter block. Glitter Gulch is gone. <laughs> so yeah, Glitter Gulch is gone. So that's where Those they buy girls. you, is, right? The little walk-in casinos. They buy you, <laughs> yeah, mermaids, yeah, yeah. you know, that, that thing. Let Whole buy... block gone. What, the yards? Every, yes, all gone. All gone. I suddenly don't know how I feel about all of but this. But you will because it's giddy time. Because Derek, <laughs> and, and nobody but Derek would do this. Derek is the most exciting. Welcome to Tales from Las Vegas. Um, I'm in. Derek is like the most exciting thing to happen in Las Vegas since Steve Wynn. And wow. so Derek basically threw down a billion dollars like no one else would in downtown. Right. Derek yeah. threw down a billion dollars and said, do this. And you know what? We watched this thing being built. And last year I was like, we're going to be at the opening of this. Because it's literally like a once in a lifetime thing. If it takes another 40 years for someone to open a brand new resort downtown, yeah. which they're pretty landlocked. I don't know that that's going to happen. Right. I probably won't be around for that. So literally like once in a lifetime thing to be at the at the moment this thing opens forever. you know. Whoa. And so they continued building 24-7 during covid and they opened actually early. They were supposed wow. to open in December. He got this thing open early. And uh, it was just very important because 2020 has been just so shitty in every way possible. 
it was so important to me to just to hang on to this one thing that I had been looking forward to. And to just say, you know, yeah, 2020 was just a shit fest, but we did this really cool thing and we were there. We were there at the moment this became a living, breathing piece of Vegas. And so we were there and it was fantastic. Um, there were a lot of freaking people. Yeah. <laughs> there was no social right. distancing. And unfortunately, like half of them weren't wearing masks. And it was just like we walked through and said, yep, there it is. Looked and did our pictures and bought some things and looked around. And we I didn't even gamble because it was just like too icky because there yeah. were too yeah. many people. Um, but it's beautiful. When you go, you gotta, it looks it, 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 it's, Do they? It's like somebody took the Cosmo from the Strip and plopped it down on Fremont Street. It's is like there an we, odd juxtaposition compared to like what's around? Because everything's so oh, retro yes, it's there. It's very weird. <laughs> it's, you walk in and go, okay, well, we're not on the Strip, but this is a Strip casino. It's yeah. interesting. two floors. It's, be- it, it's fantastic. So mm-hmm. what they did do, one of the many things that they did do was they, um, across from Vegas Vic, you know, he's the cowboy that used to say, Howdy, partner, with his, you know, his arm articulated. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to downtown so Las Vegas. on the other side of the street, right by Glitter Gulch, was Vegas Vicky. Yep, with the right. little girl with the... Yep. Yeah, yes. So they carefully renovated that. <gasps> they renovated it. It is stunning. It's over two stories. It's freaking huge. Fully articulated. She's right there in the casino, and she's right next to this Aww. bar called Vegas Vicky's. Oh, that's cool. And it's fantastic. Aww. It's like really freaking big when you see it. It's gigantic when you're up against it. Oh, yeah. Um, so the whole thing's great. It has the largest sport book in the world. It's stupid how big the sports book <laughs> is. Um, I'm not a sports guy, but it's yeah. like, I was so impressed. I was like, holy shit. If I was a sports guy, I would just be like, well, I'm never leaving. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have to because it never closes. I'm going to be right here. Um, and then we also went up up top and they have Stadium Swim, which is their quote unquote pool area. But the pool area consists of six pools in a, in a, in a tiered large area that has amazing views of all the casinos around. And it has a massive, massive LED screen. It's like a movie theater screen. Whoa. It's like a drive-in movie screen outside. And so, dude, just that sounds awesome. what he has done there is just stupidville and it's just it's amazing so it, it and it's great because it elevates downtown everything yeah. all the casinos around yeah. it have gotten new lights new paint jobs everything everything now is elevated downtown i was so, gonna say it seems like it's really breathing new life oh, into yeah it did and it was i'm pumped i'm so excited i can't wait to go back and and really just like go in during the day when when there's like very few people there <laughs> yeah it's, it's gonna be like cosmo and yeah. it's gonna be like the palms back in the day where it's like Awesome and mellow during the day, and then pretty much not my speed at night when it gets crowded right. with younger people and the music turned up a little bit more, and mm-hmm. not my not my scene when I'm trying to gamble and all that, right? Yeah. So, um, but it has great restaurants. It's got fantastic bars. The the casino floors are gorgeous, and so can't wait to go back and, and do that. So, like I said, I see that light at the end of the tunnel coming, and uh, there's a little bit of neon in it. So that, that, that's good. I like that. But nice. uh, you know, things things will get better. But uh, we we did see our friends and uh, up in Henderson, and I you know, if there's one place where home haunts I don't think really have caught on, I, I have never seen them really catch on in the Vegas Valley. I it's very when did, I was there, I was never seen I was it. like the only one yes. that I knew of. Yes. Yeah. So like driving into Henderson, like to and he's pretty deep in there, just like no one else. Mm-hmm. I think there was one house. Well, I mean, we were surprised. We went around the corner and was like, "Oh!" 
it's starting to catch on, <laughs> you know, but it was pretty, I mean, it could have been, yeah. it could have been the middle of, you know, March. That's interesting. It's just not the culture. I guess not, not which is weird because Vegas is pretty much like Southern California. It right? is. That's what I think, it's yeah. a different state, but boy, it feels like SoCal yeah. when you're in Vegas, right? There's a lot of, of so, expats there. Yeah, of course. I was one for years. So, I mean, it was, um, yeah, just something that never, never has really caught on. Maybe one of these days. Maybe. Maybe. Well, here's hoping. Yeah. Well, the warm beers do live out there, and they, they bring some, some spicy Halloween goodness to their neighborhood. Yeah. Yes. I would suspect they would. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's they it's better. gorgeous. Right. Yeah, right? They, they better. <laughs> better. So, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. yeah that's and good. then they have Tom Devlin out there now. Okay, yeah, the museum. Yeah, and yeah. he did a haunt this year. At the museum. Yeah. That's a permanent haunt, too, so isn't it? Yeah, it's it going to be year-round, so we'll, you'll be able to check it out. It's a little ways out, though. Yeah. It's in Boulder City, right? Yeah, it's, so yeah. it's a little out there. It's a bit of a hike. It's not like we're just going to go off. We're not, not going across the freeway to the Palms or something. No, that's, that's kind <laughs> of a yeah. Yeah, to go to Boulder City. So, uh, but, but haven't yeah, there been several attempts at, at at permanent fixtures in Halloween? You know, like actual venues for Halloween, but they haven't necessarily well, there was got the on. So there was the Goratorium, mm-hmm. and that was right across from Cosmo and City Center. Yeah, and it was a fantastic. It was a fantastic haunted attraction. It cost twenty five million dollars <laughs> to put in. Holy it shit! Was, Eli Roth had his name on it. Oh, right, right, right. And yeah. uh, it it died literally weeks shy. Of its one year anniversary, yep. So because why? management completely fucked it up. I mean, oh, you have no. you have, and, and I I lived and I worked on the strip, and I, I've lived there, and I would tell people all the time, and and if Vegas takes this slogan, you owe me money. Um, but I say every day is Saturday night when you're in Vegas. That's right? a good. Yeah. That's a T-shirt. That's why I get the big bucks. So <laughs> um, every day is Saturday night, and. You have a slew of people walking by your haunted attraction. You're on the strip. You're yeah. on an amazing corner on the strip. It's that one that has that giant ass LED screen that's across from Cosmo. It's like mm-hmm. the biggest freaking LED screen on the strip, I think. Mm-hmm. And you have people walking by, and it should be like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh, yeah. They've got money to burn. Mm-hmm. And you have this awesome, and it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful haunted attraction. Beautiful haunted attraction. And management just kept jacking the prices up and at the same time screwing over the talent. People like quit jobs and moved to Las Vegas with promises of getting X amount of money to work in this year-round attraction. Mm -hmm. And right before they opened, they said, oh, we can't pay you what we said we were going to pay you. So that's how that adventure started. Oh, God. That's not a good way. Now, Vegas is a big, big city, but it's a little town. Right. Yes. You know? Yep. And you have a finite amount of people that are haunters or that want to be haunters or that know how to be haunters. Willing to put up with that shit. Yes. Right. <laughs> and they were really enthusiastic about it because finally we have our year round home. And then they all got screwed. And oh. so I remember I went as TPA, I went right when it opened and there were so many monsters and it was freaking awesome. And less than a year later, just weeks, days, shy of the one year anniversary which was would have been starting the october run for them Mm. they died and i went through and there was probably i'm going to be generous if i say there were three talent in the entire thing and it was like a 25 minute 20 25 minute i mean it was a long experience Mm. they'd all been replaced with static props or no props of figures and it was just it just took a huge shit so you'd think it would be amazing yeah it just got all screwed up and now, 
when something like that fails, who who wants to try that? Let's try it again. No one's going to want to do that. Mm-hmm. No. Even if it's a different owner, different vision. Been there, done that. No thanks. We're going to stick with gambling and drinking. Because even if you have a, a manager or someone who's going to be in charge who does know how the industry works mm-hmm. and knows how these things work, you're hard-pressed to find investors who are going to be willing to see yeah. that. Because, I mean, to be to run a haunt is a different – it's just – it's its own beast. Yeah. It's not like any other business you can ever run. Yeah. And investors just don't – if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. And it's really hard to imagine – and so, yeah, I mean, I could see just getting somebody in there like, well, you, you know how to manage a, you know, a Walmart, you can manage this. It's like, oh, dude, no, yeah. no. <laughs> and then downtown on Fremont Street, they did have the zombie experience, right? Yeah. And that was actually better than I thought it was going to be, but it was very dependent on talent. Yeah. So if you had somebody that was taking you through this thing that wasn't really good or into it, mm. it just sucked, right? Yeah, it crashes the whole thing. Now, when I went and did it, they were, they were okay. They were pretty good. And I, it was a lot more interaction than I thought it was going to be. Okay. And I was like, wow, they've really, really like hinged this thing on having people that really are willing to interact with guests. Yeah. yeah. And it was a lot more involved than I thought it would be. And That's a gamble. Okay, well, this is good. It's going to be around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't no. last too long downtown. Um, there are the seasonal, like Freakling Brothers. Freakling, who, yeah. The Molners, JT and, and Duke, we love them. <laughs> they, they, they are longtime friends. And uh, they did not do Freakling this year for the first time in over 25 years. Yeah, oh, they've, that's they've been hurt. around a long time. Yes, and they're not really a they're 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 community. They're not looking for tourists. They've got enough people. They're way 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 in like North Vegas, away yep. from you know, uh, away from the the Strip and all that. So they're not fishing for for tourism from the Strip. They got massive crowds every night just on locals alone. So they did not go this year in Las Vegas haunts. They apparently did, but I didn't visit them. They're also kind of in the in the northern part of the city, I think it is, mm-hmm. closer to downtown area, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, no, Vegas. You'd think it would be cool to have like the the year round haunted attraction there. There is the Saw attraction, I yeah. guess. Yeah, well, it's like an uh, escape room. But thing, yeah, right? it's an escape room. So for me, and, and I'm sorry, I don't want to make anybody mad, but I just I don't see escape rooms as like haunted attractions. I see them as escape rooms. Yeah, you could same. have a horror theme yeah. escape room. Sure, sure. It doesn't necessarily make it a haunted attraction. No, they're different. Right? They're different vibes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. No, yeah, I, sure. I didn't know that there was a, a debate about that. I thought that they were very different attractions. Yeah. There's a haunted attraction and there's escape room. Oh, oh. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You can have a very scary like maybe, escape room. Maybe well, the, the thing the, that John the, Cook and Ted did. Yeah. The murder, the, the, what is it? The, oh, the murder, murder code. code. Yeah. That was an escape room. Yeah. That was a haunted but Attraction, for, but escape room. They were like both of them put together, right? Well, yeah, there's your argument. <laughs> so I don't know. What is it? I don't know. Right? So. And then he had that. stuff like Jeff, like Sinister Point used to do with yeah. the, the traps, and he, he had to figure out stuff to get out of the room. His was a haunted attraction that had escape room elements. Yeah. I'd say Murder Co. was an escape room. Yeah. I wouldn't I call it a haunted attraction. It was scary as fuck, but it wasn't a haunted yeah, attraction. I never did it. Oh, you didn't? Can you believe it? I, I was, it was great. They, 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 so they took me through, and we did pictures and things like that, and yeah. I did a write up. Just before it opened to the public, and they and they, were, and they were like, "Yeah, this is this is wow, this is going to work. And this is what's going to happen here." But I never, I never. I we do, were I'm we were the first people to rooms. test it. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of escape rooms. Sorry, guys. I don't, I, I but, don't like them because I'm a dumb dumb, but I really like watching it play out. <laughs> I don't like being made to feel like a dumb dumb. So <laughs> well, that's I, why you right? go with smart people. But sometimes you don't get a choice, right? <laughs> like, like, like you get thrown in. Sometimes that's true. With other people that are like, "What do we do? 
Oh my God, we went through one with Albert dead. Lamb. I yeah, me and Albert, uh, me and Albert at West Coaster, yeah. we did we did a media night for Hex at okay. yeah. Crossroads. Yeah. Right, that was Red Lantern. No, well, we did Red Lantern too. Okay, but Crossroads. Yeah, and so I did it with him, and then randomly like four people from Halloween Horror Nights that were talent. Okay. And yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. We crushed that thing. Well, that's right. Like, oh that's my awesome. god, we crushed it. We I had would like I like to see Crossroads. You know, Crossroads, I think back in the day they used to try to get me to come out all yeah. the time cuz they're great people. They're Oh so yeah, friendly. yeah. And their their things are really and well just, done. I never did. And I'm just I feel terrible because they're probably like, "All right, you're on the naughty kids list. You're not being <laughs> shit anymore, Rick." I just don't escape rooms are just not my thing. I don't like yeah. being flustered. I don't like being. I, I'm like the kind there of is a, people are screaming at me. I just shut down. I'm just like mm, okay, as like you, the <laughs> time is getting short. There is a bit of a panic, anxiety that sets in. But some and people it's like, can turn it on. Some people can use that to really focus and like figure things out, and other people are just like ah. Maybe it depends on what kind of childhood you had. <laughs> Nova doesn't. Nova doesn't even need to be in the same room as me. She knows. Anytime I'm on a timed mission on Red Dead Redemption, because oh. I suddenly go, God damn it. Because <laughs> I, I sweat like a pig. Yeah. I get all nervous. I get all flustered. Oh, God. So, no, I don't like being timed. I don't like doing anything where I'm under the gun. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I just, I hate it. I freaking hate it. Oh, my so God. We're funny. so far off the roll, the rails. So, how was your Halloween? <laughs> it was great. What Halloween? Um, I know. Actually, you had more of a Halloween than I yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, really. usually we also got to see way more yeah. yard displays and things. and um, Because usually we start early and we do all the big media nights for all the various stuff. And then we're like worn out. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, we need like a little bit of a break. And then we usually hit up Scary Farm a few times and then we maybe see four or five yard displays throughout the year so this year with you know everything off we just i went out sometimes three days a week mm-hmm. and just check stuff out mm-hmm. uh we did do quite a few walkthroughs actually we did desert decay manor okay um Great. which was awesome we didn't get out there we wanted to we just we didn't get out there that's the one we went to on halloween night right? yeah we that's did awesome. on halloween Great. night that was our halloween night Great. um that was i that did was the all Eve haunt Okay. Down in, I guess it's technically not Lake Elsinore, but it's basically Lake Elsinore. It's past Tom's Farms. Okay, yeah. Down the that's 15. Like yeah. Yep. Um, Temescal Canyon, that's the name of the mm-hmm. township, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then, God, what was the other walkthrough? We, we did, oh, Castle Park. They had their little oh, walkthrough. The they had the cool golf thing. I yeah. Didn't, didn't Ghost golf. That. I wanted to do that. Super but there's fun. Irony, we ran right? into Mark and we, Claire there. Yeah. We, 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 did, we didn't get to do it because we didn't we ran out of time yeah how's that for ironic you know <laughs> and they were selling out every weekend Dude, they did right? really really well That's on really that great. event so so i'm saying it right here and now no matter how busy we are next year we're gonna go to castle park to see their halloween whatever they do at castle park last year it was it was actually pretty good i know i mean yeah. i've heard pretty good <laughs> i've heard and i just yeah. I, I, I will this is my I'm, i swear right now i'm not crossing <laughs> fingers or anything I swear we will go to Castle Park next Halloween. You won't, I don't. I really don't think you'll be disappointed. You'll no, have sure a good time. Because yeah. yeah. the monsters yeah. really feel it. Like yeah. they, they, they mean it. It's not just like some half-assed, you know, mm-hmm. like you know, state fair type of vibe. Like they, 
Yeah. They mm-hmm. really bring it. No, yeah. That, that's really great. Mm-hmm. And how about the brigade? How, how's the brigade doing? What, what's going on there? Well, we had a Zoom meeting about six months ago, uh, right before. So we had already found out about Midsummer, but the team hadn't found out yet, so we weren't allowed to say anything. But um, it was basically just, we have to wait and see. What are we going to do about rehearsals? Um, You know, keep keep working out, stay in shape, because at any moment we could have to do three rehearsals a week so that we can get caught up and do these shows. But like after that meeting, I think it was the next week when our podcast got released, and we and it was finally announced. And um, I don't actually use Facebook anymore because I think it's toxic and awful. But um, <laughs> every once in a while, I'll pop on and look at like a haunters, whatever. But we have our Facebook group is basically how the team communicates. So yeah. I'm not even involved in anything. I don't know. I don't really know. And you know, like I, you know, I have uh, depression and anxiety. So. Um, working out is difficult in these kind of situations. So I myself have not been actively training as one should for something, you know, as part of the stunt team. I don't know what the other kids are doing. If they're actively training, we went to the, to the skate park uh, or not the skate park, the, uh, the rink once and everyone was well-behaved, socially distant, super groovy, but it just like, it wasn't the same. And I just, it's hard to find that fire. Yeah. And it's like, like you, you can't need, you practice can't be... tricks being socially distant. <laughs> like, it's basically impossible. Yeah, I mean, we literally so. climb on top of each other for <laughs> these shows. And there's there's no way to do what we do safely. We're bringing out hot boxes and stuff to jump over. <laughs> I see. I'm laughing because I'm thinking of, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Midsummer Scream. The Decayed Brigade, and they all come out. Everything's like really slow because everyone's gained like 30 pounds, <laughs> 40 pounds. It's like... <laughs> You're not wrong. Right? God knows We're all I've feeling gained, it. I mean, I've gained weight. They say the COVID-15. I'm like, well, shit, then I'm on like on the second round here. <laughs> well, this is the third wave. Dude, right? So. Exactly, right? So yeah, 15 Fair. every wave. Yeah. Right? Yes. I mean, this last year I've had really ser- some serious health issues dealing with and, and a lot better now. But we were just we walked we walked maybe five five or six blocks um, this last weekend, and uh, oh my god, I was so winded and I was like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's just a simple walk to get pizza. We yes. walked to get pizza, yeah. and, and it was just like, holy shit! But it's because we're normally go 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 like at the yeah. theme parks and stuff like that, and so you do a lot of walking. Yeah. So oh yeah. Even though you're you're still. A heavy guy. You're, you're you're used to walking and doing and moving and doing all this stuff. Where the past six months we've just kind of been on lockdown mode and sitting on the yeah. couch and watching everything on Netflix and Mandalorian and everything, yes. right? So, yeah, man, you start really feeling it. Like people haven't gone to work out. And Nova loves going to the gym. She spends hours at the gym just the like gyms I are do. Closed. The oh, rock, yeah, the rock yeah, climbing see? gyms being closed. Rock like... get that, Casey. We look right at each other. It was self-deprecation <laughs> humor. You missed the whole damn thing. But anyway, I chose to ignore it, so, but that's fine. So <laughs> it, it's just it is one of those things where we are all we're all it's like the, it's like Wally. Yeah. Right. We're all laying on our we're all laying on our own fat fat beds, being like taken around on a people mover. That's what we become with COVID. But. Uh, well, so, for yeah. some people, it was the opposite. It was like, this is my chance to get in shape. And like, people are running around the neighborhood and doing all this stuff. I'm like, you cope however you need to cope. Yeah. Some people yeah. cope like that. Like, they yeah. think that. I cope like, with pie. Oh. Yeah. Pie. But yeah. I mean, it's 
What I mean, you need a goal. Like you need yeah. something to work towards. As entertainers, we really like having shows because it gives us a solid point on which to focus and yep. plan backwards from. So yep. you know, okay, we've got three months. This is yep. how long it takes to mix music, to choreograph, to make your costume, blah, blah, blah. You know, this is how long it takes to build your haunt, to yep. plan everything out, to get your permits, all that shit. Without that that solid, like, this is showtime, it's like, it's hard. some creatives, I have a very hard time, like, putting down roots anywhere because it's like, well, I could think of a million things or I can just sit here and think nothing. And like, which one's easier? Well, Casey's <laughs> brain is going to say, well, a million things. But then you have to pick one. Okay, yeah. pick one to start working on. Oh, but I don't have money because COVID. Okay, well, uh, it's just like, ugh, we're tripping over ourselves. Yeah. It's like the creative community is just having a time. Yes. Like we need, and like some people are thriving, creating, like Mary Good God, she is creating constantly. And I applaud her for that because she can take all of that energy and focus it. It's like, damn, that's cool. How do you do that? <laughs> I cannot. Like any bit of energy that I have, it's more of like a sporadic or like a survival energy, like cleaning yeah. or doing laundry. Like I'm doing good for the family. I'm doing good for the house. Okay, cool. Yeah. Nothing about self-care, about, you know, n- nurturing relationships. It's like, nah, dude, I got to just make sure we survive. I have to make sure that we have toilet paper. Yeah. Like the stupid stuff. Of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. it's really, <laughs> like it's I said, it's a time. <laughs> it is. It's a lot. Yeah. And if you're an, an, an extrovert, you know, type A personality, this has got to be, and I am not one, so yeah. this problem is not mine. But, yeah, me I mean, I, you know, listen to podcasts and stuff, and they're hosts who are A, a personalities, yeah. and they're just like sobbing, like the, the life that I get from other people I don't have that anymore and I can't get it through Zoom and it's yeah. it's just like it's like melting their brain. Yeah. And you know, it was like all our brains are melting just in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. And different speeds. Yeah. I pretty much use the time to re up my YouTube channel, which was yeah. on the back burner because okay. I was running Decay Brigades. You're focusing your efforts up so, so we got a lot of cool videos up there and we have a lot of cool content coming in the near future, but again, money. Great, yeah. Cost money to yeah, produce cost money, man. stuff. Yeah. So we're I'm trying to find the best stuff to put up that doesn't cost money. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Again, kind of forcing you to be creative in yeah. ways that you may not have thought about before. Yeah. Like what can you do with, you know, 10 bucks and a trip to the grocery store? Like yeah. how can you turn that into content? It's like a lot of what we do now is content farming, sadly. Yeah. It's like what can we do in this new world that's going to be entertaining to our audience, that's going to be fulfilling for us, but isn't going to be too much of a gamble, isn't going to piss anybody off or give anyone a nervous breakdown because we're all off edge. Like, it's just a different yeah. set of boxes to check. Not impossible, it's just a new challenge. Yeah. yeah. If you can focus the energy, but if you can't, then it's just you're just running around like yeah. crazy. It's crazy, well, yeah. but it's, um, it's the hand that we were dealt. Yep. So we're playing it the best we can play it. Yeah. And uh, the good news is this this is temporary. This is all temporary. Mm-hmm. And uh, there are better days ahead. And I really do think that uh, 21 will bring really great things. And uh, this community is just, just going to come back from this and be so much stronger than it ever has been. And I, you know, I, I look at the work that people like John Cook and, and Ted and, 
and all the different haunters have been doing. And I'm just uh, so proud of everybody, you know, very, very proud of everybody. It's ballsy to do something like yeah. that in the, in a time like this. Well, it's just, it's just the fact that, you know, as shitty as everything can get, you, you are not going to let, you're not going to get us to lay down. Yeah. We're just not doing it. We're, we're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, my, my faith was, so how do you say that your faith is restored, but it was never taken away. My, my faith was bolstered in this community. I have forever said that this is the greatest community in the world. And I firmly believe that. And uh, I've dedicated myself to the community and, and, and helping in every way that I can over the years. And uh, I have no doubt, because I've seen it come and go through different things like 9-11 and, and different different political issues and different social issues. And, and recessions. And recessions and finances and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And you know what? It always comes back bigger and better. And, and as somebody that's done it for so long with, with this community, there's no doubt in my mind that, that we're going to come back so much bigger and so much better. Mm-hmm. And really, oh, yeah. we are, we are going to be, we're going to be the, the spooky beacon for, for, for the world, <laughs> really. I mean, all eyes are on us next year, like how nuts will come back from this, how scary, you know, how, how horror nights will come back from this. I mean, this season will come back with a vengeance. Yeah. And it's yeah. going to be fantastic. And I can't wait to be like right in the middle of all of it and seeing it all happen and, you know, show light, showcasing some of it and, and, and helping those that I can with, with a little bit of a spotlight with Midsummer, you know, anything that we can do. God, I think it's going to be really great next year. Really, really great. Yeah. It's going to be incredible. And yeah. I know that our family has grown in this time. People who didn't even realize this stuff existed, but were bored and just looking for something, yeah. found this and it spoke to them like yep. nothing else has. Yep. Like our family must have grown by thousands. Like people who yeah. just are so inspired I by this so. kind yeah. of entertainment. I think you're, you're 100%. Right. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to say that the, the Kid Brigade will we'll be back at midsummer and doing like... Uh, one 10 minute show a day because everybody's tired and, and, and fat and out of shape. It'll be fantastic. It'll be Only awesome. if there's pie at the end of the That's slide run. Be, well, it'll end with pie. <laughs> the last five minutes of the 10 minute show will be pie. Nice. I right? think when we do the distance jump, we're going to have the person who catches and then the second person with pie. Yeah. And we'll all be very happy. Distance with quote, right? Quote, yeah. Distance. Distance. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you know. But no, it'll be great. Yeah. And everything will be, I mean, Hollow Shadows will be better than ever. Decay Brigade, I'm sure, will bring it. And it, it's just. I, you know, it, it literally when you say you can't wait, I really mean it this time. <laughs> I really, I really mean it this time. Wait. It's I weird. can't wait because I'm so over 2020. Yeah. You know? It's weird yeah. to me how quickly midsummer just kind of became a part of the year. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like we have Scary Farm, which is a thing that happens every year. Yeah. And midsummer is now yeah. just the thing that happens every year. And then yeah. it was gone. And yeah. it was like that whole like three week period around midsummer. I was just like, God, I'm like kind of a little depressed because it's like yeah. I don't have anything to do. <laughs> like I'm supposed to be busy spend? right now. We were all feeling yeah. it. And, yeah. And there were a lot of people that did. We did do the live stream on the Saturday that we were supposed to go. Yeah. And it was a midsummer stream there in spirit. Mm-hmm. And so we did do that. And, and that was fun. And a lot of people watched it. And a lot of people around the world tuned in and looked at it or after the fact watched it and mm-hmm. sent messages that were told really you nice. you were world famous see it was really world famous and it was uh, <laughs> it was really really nice it was great yeah. and you know we've continued to do you know live streams and things and throughout the halloween season i did do live streams as i could 
you know, at, at the different home haunts that we stopped at. And so there, there was all that. And there's certainly more to come. And we've been selling different shirts and things like that and things online. And people have been really excited about that. So the spirit's there. We're not worried at all about like our branding and all, all that stuff. But we, oh, no. we are certainly, we are chomping at the bit yeah. to get back to the drawing table and really figure out what and, and what it's going to look like this year, this coming year and, mm. and all that. Because like I said, you know, it is, it, Midsummer is an 18 month process. And so, yeah, we're at, at this point, um, at this point, I have already been talking to uh, some haunters for Hollow Shadow stuff. So awesome. it's we're, we're rolling forward again, and here we go. Oh my God, it's like Groundhog Day. Oh, we're, yeah, we're starting the process again. Where now things are, you know, starting to pick up as far mm-hmm. as me talking to haunters and you have to assume that it's going to be okay. And we have to move forward like it's going to happen again. Yeah, and um, I guess the only thing this time around that's different is we don't. Boy, like the, the, the time I talked to you guys before the cancellation mm-hmm. chat we had, you just, you, it's just, it's not naivety, but just when you're going into these things, you just, you just assume that, that, that it's written in stone somewhere that it's going to happen. Yeah. And again, it goes back to the whole, when something's taken away from you, boy, mm-hmm. it really kind of snaps you to attention, right? So yeah, I'm sure it's going to happen, but right there, there, there is that there is that asterisk now right next to it. Yeah. Yes, you know? and we never thought to put one there before. And we, I think, forever will now because we've lived through this. We've lived through this moment, and we're living through this moment in history that generations, our kids' kids and their kids will learn about and read about. I hope so. Actually, I was thinking about this because we did have the 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 flu a hundred years ago. Yeah. And. I'm wondering how many generations are affected. Like our kid, like, you know, like your kid, my kid being, he just turned 11. He's yeah. very affected. Will his kids understand yeah. what he went through and what his parents We're went gonna through? We're going to be like those grandparents that went through the uh, depression telling our grandkids like. <laughs> you know what's different this time yeah. around? It's documented. That that's, is that's documented very, very on social true. media. They'll be able to look back at the old the old videos of the stream mm-hmm. live streams they did. Mm-hmm. They used this old old technology called Zoom and FaceTime. So what it, a it's, dumb name, it's, Zoom! It's all right. It's all documented. Yeah. What does that mean for history books? Do you think? Because we actually have a record. Do you think history books are going to become obsolete? I mean, pat like basically like current history, like U.S. history. Well, I. Wow, that went off the rails. No. I, Sorry. People are, <laughs> people are listening going, I thought this was a Halloween. <laughs> uh, or, no, well. So, the, the thing, the, so it comes a point where, like, you look at, you look, look something that people remember vividly that were around 9-11. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You look at something like documentaries on 9-11 or footage on 9-11, it is so murky and hard to watch anything that's not in, like, ultra 4K, you know, now and all this stuff. It is stuff, really right? weird seeing and, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And there's, like, the one shot, the one shot that the, the documentary crew happened to get of, of the airplane hitting the, the, the first the first airplane hitting the tower, right? That's yeah. the only shot that really that you see. Yeah. Imagine if that happened today, how many thousands and thousands of 4K videos of that would be mm-hmm. instantly 
shared around the world. Blah. Right? Yeah. So there, we hit a part, we hit a point in our history now, or let, let's take it back a notch. Let, let's go to something more, more benign. So you look up like old Disneyland or old Knott's attractions. Yes. Old Knott's scary farm footage or whatever. Good God. You know? It's all grainy. It's, it's horrible. Funky. I look at my old TPA videos and you're like, oh, fuck, this is like unwatchable. Did the you best you right? can. And now I can do it on an iPhone and it's amazing. It's crazy, right? <laughs> and there comes a point now in history where everything is documented. Yeah. All you do is, is go on the Google and you just type in... Um, Building of Galaxy's Edge. Holy shit. There's more content than you'd ever be able to go yeah. through. All in HD. All the flow throughs of Rise of the Resistance you could ever watch. I mean, it's all right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is why in this... God, this is so off the rails. Like, this is why, like, TPA... TPA could never have existed the way that I did. TPA could have never been TPA if it was launched now. Because it would just be another dude with another theme park blog, yeah. with another picture that everybody's already gotten 200 of the same pictures. TPA just happened when nobody else was doing this stuff. Oh and my God. I could take pictures of Indiana Jones construction at Disneyland and wait a month to get it printed up at Kinko's <laughs> and then seal it in the envelopes and mail it out across the United States to people that were willing to give me money for it. And by the time that they got it and opened it three weeks later, it was still breaking news. Oh, my God, look at this construction picture from Adventureland. Mm -hmm. Dude, you do one tweet now, and it's shared by 30,000 people around the world. So, no, I mean, we're at the digital point now where everything is so almost over-documented. Yeah. Right? I think that's fair. Like, I feel bad. Like, some people will contact me and say, hey... Do you have any pointers? I'm starting out a theme park vlog or theme. I'm like, uh, no, I don't actually, because anything that you could possibly do is already being done and probably really well by a bunch of people. And they've already been doing it for 10 years. Right. And have a following. There is that, right? So, um, no. So like TPA, boy, I was just in the right place at the right time and just had the idea to really just do this. And it could have never gotten as ingrained in like our the haunt community here. I could have never gotten yeah. as ingrained in the haunt community if I just showed up now and started being the creeper going around, you know, <laughs> shooting video at all the haunt events and all this stuff, right? It would never be the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It was before we even had I mean, TPA started before the internet. So there was mm-hmm. no Google. There were there was, you know, we had a BBS, you know, an old bulletin board system. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy, we're so off the rails. But, I mean, <laughs> like, to be able to, at that point, at, at ground zero of the digital age, because I remember scanning my very first picture and having it come out as a GIF. <laughs> and uh, it, was ama- it was magic. Because then I was like, wait, I could take this picture at knots, and we can scan this. It takes, like, three minutes to scan it. And somebody can call up the BBS and select this file and download it with their 300 baud modem. <laughs> and hopefully their mom but doesn't But they could then phone. see it right. on their end. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Yeah. That was magic. That was voodoo. That was magic <laughs> then, right? Me doing that then and starting to talk to old haunt vets then in 1994, you know, 
that was the beginning of really what kind of blossomed into what I have to do now with Midsummer Scream and the community when I when I know all the different people to go to different attractions and all that. Mm-hmm. It, it it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, we are at that digital threshold now where um that it, TPA isn't necessary. TPA wouldn't be relevant because anybody can go to Not Scary Farm, take a picture of the bride, mm-hmm. and suddenly everyone around the world instantly has this picture. Mm-hmm. And not just a snapshot. Not it's like a, a beautifully composed yes. Yes. photograph. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if Gloria would ever stay still for, for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, bride, good luck. There's that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, but it, it, it's just, um, yeah. So, it, it, again, we just rambled here, but... Um, yeah, I mean, the way that everything is so documented now, it's at a saturation point. Yeah. It's a sa- it's, it's oversaturated in some cases, right? Um, which is good. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people that want to do stuff now that are thinking, oh, what can I do? How do I get into this? Well, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's pretty. Anybody that has a phone is already doing it. Mm-hmm. It's out there doing it. They're just yeah. you know, not packaging it. That is true. But at the same time, uh, most people don't have a really long attention span for, you know, Stuff like that. So maybe they're in it for three years, four years. It maybe doesn't take off and they give up. But the people who stay in it will find success well, if you're just willing hard, to put yeah, in that's the time. The hard thing is yeah. staying in it. Is staying I like understand. I know the grind. Yeah, mm-hmm. is being willing to put up it's with the grind. Long, and that's another reason yeah. why TPA was successful for so long. Is you were doing a, you were doing something that that wasn't being yeah. done, and you were providing a service. But at any point, at any you know failure, you could have just decided that it was too much work. It wasn't really. Oh, you know, it wasn't viable or whatever and just stopped, but yeah. you didn't. Yeah. So even now, like my son wants to um, stream on YouTube. Okay. We have conversations about it, but he, he realizes already that when he starts, he's already behind the eight ball because people have been doing it for a decade. Mm-hmm. He's just going to have to keep doing it yeah. and eventually he'll get there, but he knows it could take him 10 years himself to get where he wants to go. But without that, mentality without knowing how much work you have to put in in a sea of other people doing the same thing yeah now i do i do have friends that that beg me they beg me to stream my horrible video game playing on twitch on twitch yeah stream red because i get so mad and i yell (laughs) and i like rage quit yeah they're like that would be the most amazing thing to watch rick playing on twitch just i I agree that's not happening oh it'd be so fun Let's play. Just do a private stream. No, I'm into self-deprecating, but no, <laughs> that because I, I love video games, but I usually suck so bad at video games, especially shooters. I love I love shooters. We should I, do Among you. Us, but I'm the worst. I rage quitted Red Dead too because I could not shoot the wolves at the beginning. I couldn't even get past the tutorial. See now, wolves I, are no problem. Dead. Now, see here's my thing. I've had Red Dead since what forever, right? I've had it for months and months and months now. I've never played the story. I, I just play it online every day. Oh. And everybody's like, dude, the story's amazing. I'm like, I know it's, I can imagine, but I'm like on like it's level 90 now. It was hard for me. Know, I played the first Red Dead fine. And this one I got through, mm-hmm. I don't know how many missions on the thing. And I just quit because I was like, the mechanics of like the shooting and stuff were just so bad. And I don't know if they've gotten... Better through patches or anything. I'm I'm pretty good at it, and I'm now when a live player attacks me, I just same thing like when I because I play I I play Red Dead religiously, and I play uh, Battlefield Mm Five. 
those are my two things that I really, my go-tos right now. The minute I'm in a live fire situation or somebody real is attacking me, I instantly just, uh, I just become like a button masher. <laughs> and I run it in circles and I'm like su- suddenly swinging my knife and then the wrong gun at nothing. And yeah. <laughs> nothing like that. being hogtied, dragged, and then blown up by dynamite. That's awesome. It's just fantastic. And it's a Saturday the, night at Chopper's uh, house. My, <laughs> and there's my buddies. My buddies like, dude, you have to scream. No, I'm not screaming. <laughs> I'm not because I get really angry. But it's Me that's too. not gonna happen. I love but, those uh, games so much, but yeah. I just cannot. Yeah. I can't no, first person shoot. But yeah, I suck so bad. Same. But I love it. I, I do. I play all the time. But uh, anyway, God, we are so off the rails. Anyway. Oh. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> That's great. What hey, are, you are there any other like last minute like Halloween season questions or anything? So um, we can kind of give people what we promised. <laughs> Pretty guys. sure they sign on for this part. Yeah, they're, they're like, well, we've been asleep for forty five minutes. Thanks for waking us. If you well, make it to the end, what are you looking forward to Halloween twenty twenty one? Halloween twenty twenty one. What am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to. I would love to do some travel again. We just kind of, everything's been put on pause. So like, mm-hmm. you know, this year was supposed to be our fifth anniversary for Midsummer, And then we were supposed to travel the East Coast and see things. And I guess we'll just bump that to next year, you know? So again, knock wood, knock wood. Mm-hmm. And um, that I would love, to, I want to go see Salem. I want to see these things. Salem like, is awesome. Right? I want, to, yeah. I want to see these big haunts in the East Coast and see things. And so that I'm looking forward to. Um, what else? Uh as far as Halloween goes, um, I'm looking forward to the return of Not Scary Farm. I'm looking forward to uh, plunking down my cash and, and buying a, a haunt pass for, yes. for that next year. Mm-hmm. So many mm-hmm. times when we were doing our home haunts, because home haunts, oh my God, here's a rant. Okay. Here's a rant. Home haunts have to operate longer and more nights. Yes. They have to. <laughs> I love all you guys, but God damn it. There's like. I hope you can come see our haunt. Okay, when is it? Well, it's October 30th from 7 to 8.30. It's <laughs> like, what? Well, shit, where are you? South of Temecula. Oh. You know, so that's yeah. the dilemma. Right. It's like, well, we want to, but not in the cards. Um, yeah. so, Need to open on September so 15th <laughs> and run to November char- 15th. charge. It, w- it was kind of going to be like this year. I started pounding that drum like last year, but and this year I kind of gave it a pass because everybody was like so browbeat by 2020 mm-hmm. but next year i'm going to implore the home haunters to open a little bit earlier stay open an hour or two later give it a couple extra nights even if it means turning your soundtrack down so you don't piss off the old lady across the street <laughs> like, whatever it is yeah give us more time mm-hmm. to come enjoy your stuff because we want to and believe me now that we've seen we being the collective we yeah. have have seen so many home haunts spring up. We ain't gonna get to get to everybody next year because there's gonna be more of you, yeah. and they're gonna be even more fantastic. And it's just not gonna work if you're running like three nights for two hours each night, and if we don't get to see you, oh well. No, we want to come see you. So that is my that is what I'm that is also what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to home haunts being open later. And running longer. True. And they'll have more capacity because yes. hopefully we won't all be, you know, yes. afraid to stand next to each other. Yeah. There was, I, I don't think there was ever really any time that I was like, ooh, this is like, too, you know, too much. Um, uh, but uh, it'll be nice not to have to worry 
about that kind of thing, right? Oh, yes. Are they In general, masks? yeah. Are they, eh, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be just nice to be normal again, right? Um, so that is what I'm looking forward to. Home haunts with extended hours. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking forward I'm to. I'm down on that. But that's the call to arms. Like, the return yeah. of Not Scary Farm, the return of Halloween Horror Nights, the return of Dark Harbor, you know. The, the return, return of, of Midsummer Fest, Scream. You know. And yeah, but we're talking about Halloween though. Yeah. I, that that is off, Halloween. That's, that's the beginning of Halloween. Kicks, I it kicks out the Halloween. Somebody in this room once said it was the gateway drug. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I, I do. I look forward to everything returning with a vengeance next year. Yeah. And again, our renewed ongoing promise to this community to give them the show that they want and most importantly that they deserve. And after this year, we got a lot of work to do because you guys deserve a hell of a show after yes. all this. These hearts need some spooky mending. Yeah. yeah. So where so can people it. follow you guys and find out about Midsummer Scream and all that fun stuff? Sure. Midsummer Scream is on all the socials. Just look Midsummer Scream. Uh, we're also, the URL is midsummerscream.org. And uh, me personally, I am rickwest999 on Instagram. Not on Twitter because I got kicked off, as we talked about in May. And, uh, <laughs> Hashtag not on Facebook. Not interested in that. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm found on Instagram. Nice. There you go. It's a fun place to be. Yes. And at in Vegas. And I'm at the <laughs> video poker machine in Las Vegas. <laughs> at Circa now. Yeah. Also a good place yeah. to be. Yes. And that's it. That's that's where we can be found. What? And then you can find us anywhere on at Tales from the Fog, except for Twitter, because fuck Twitter. Um, and follow our YouTube. We actually, if we get 25 more followers, we're going to hit a hundred people. Wow. When we hit a hundred people, that's it. It was dormant for a long time. So people (laughs) peaced out. This is good. So we actually have gained a lot of followers in the last two months. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a fun little video where, um, I hate spicy stuff. So she wants me to do a spicy chicken wing challenge. Right. And so we're going to do a video of that, and you can watch me cry. But it's right. it's not just going to be a spicy challenge. It's going to be, you know, with our Halloween theme, something and like maybe a trivia or, yeah. you know, Nani watches a movie, which is, was a theme yeah. that we were doing. Yeah. It's going to be something. So after the spicy wing challenge, and it's got to be like serious. Like oh, we're going to go up to like ghost pepper. Yeah. Shit's got to be like ghost wings. Then for your Patreon followers, the bonus video comes as you deal with it in the morning. That's <laughs> That'll the be the ring of fire of challenge. Yeah, the ring of fire challenge. That will be, that will be the bonus video. It'll just be after. me sitting outside the bathroom door, <laughs> cross-legged on the floor, just giggling uncontrollably oh, while you hear, Oh, God! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. That's when you pray, I'll be good, I'll be yeah. good. Just so let only, me live, we're only 25. Just and I'll be good, God. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody's been there. It's a come you to Jesus religious. moment. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. So we're just 25 people away. So there you go. Okay, There you go, people. There's your charge. Follow them on the old uh, YouTuber. Please. Oh, and you can find me on Instagram at Veronica Voices or Stunt Soundy. Both would be cool. Different content at different things. Um, Yeah. Please follow our YouTube. There is a lot of fun stuff there. And it's it's alive and, and vibing. And it's a good place to be. Yeah. And we're posting all our old podcasts slowly but surely. So... That's great. Yeah. Good. Get up there. Cool, man. Well, thank you very much for making the trek out here. Yeah, thank it's you. It's such a joy to thank see you guys, guys. And, and talk shop and We're happy to get, get out real. 
And <laughs> <laughs> we're happy to get out of the house. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but thank you. And uh, so mask up, stay safe. Wash your hands, Wash please. those, oh God, wash those hands. Be nice and, to each uh, other. That's it, right? And yeah. I always say, like, on my live streams, wherever you happen to be, wherever you happen to call home, be nice to one another. Yes. Because we need that. We need that so bad right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. What was it, uh, the, uh, Kevin Smith's, like, you know, be nice and do what you love as long as it means not hurting anybody else. Do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not hurting anybody else. There you go. There you go. And until yes. next time, guys, we'll see you in the fog. Bye, guys.